In this episode of The Weekly Hustle, episode number eight, we dive into how I got to $700 per month in AdSense. So if you are wondering, hey, should you start a YouTube channel? How do I monetize a YouTube channel? How do I create viral content? This podcast is for you because we're gonna be breaking down everything that I've done to put you guys in a better state as well. And by the end of this video, my goal is for you to be able to start your YouTube channel because it's changed my life. I know it could change yours. And in this video, I'm going to give you the three hacks that I wish I had that would have got me here a lot sooner. Stay tuned. Hey, welcome back. It is your boy, Kevin Yee, the farm D, Kevin, the refugee, whatever you want to call me. Got a lot of names uh, as well. So it was really interesting. This week, I was just trying to think, what do I really want to talk about? And recently, I hit this major milestone of hitting $700 in AdSense per month. And what that's allowed me to do is hire on my editor, create even more viral content and do some daily content as well. So if you're seeing things like, Hey, freestyle fire journal, you're seeing weekly hustle, you're seeing these pharmacy videos. It's really big kudos to my editor right here. I really love the guy. He's been doing really great work and we're only going to continue to grow this channel more and more and more. Now, if you are new to the weekly hustle, this is essentially my podcast, basically where I kind of give you the behind the scenes of the refugee hustle. We really break down the people, processes, and tools of not only being good, but being great. And really on this podcast, we focus on the art and science of something like Kaizen. Now, you might be asking yourself, hey, what is the refugee hustle, right? It's a cool name, like, but what is it? And really at the end of the day, what Refugee Hustle is, is just supporting fellow hustlers in their quest for success through the art and science of Kaizen. If you're new to this concept of Kaizen, it's pretty much this Japanese philosophy of continuous improvement. Toyota embodies this. A lot of Japanese things embody this. I like to think of like Jiro's Dreams of Sushi. Maybe on day one, he really sucked at making his nigiri roll, uh, his nigiri, but over the process of time, there's refinement and there's no end in sight. And what you learn to do through this art of Kaizen is to, this is where you get true fulfillment. It's not the end goal, right? This is like the number one thing I always talk about is like, I didn't feel fulfilled when I was in pharmacy, you know, when I was a pharmacist, but I definitely enjoyed most of the process of getting to that journey of being a pharmacist and staying with business as well. I enjoyed the process of learning about marketing and applying these marketing concepts. But, you know, when you get to a goal, you always want to move for, further as well. Also, on this podcast, I, I talk about a lot of things like health, wealth, and relationships. And like I said, the big three people, processes, and tools or resources as well. Now, if you're wondering why I'm looking down to, it's because I actually have the notes uh, written out. But, you know, essentially why I wanted to shoot today's video is because I recently hit a huge milestone in terms of my YouTube channel. And it made me really think about, hey, how did I get here? Because so often we, we forget, we get lost in the process. We get so caught up that we forget to appreciate these mini milestones. And for me, $700 per month is freaking crazy. I mean, you're pretty much, I mean, that's how much, I'm not saying how much people make on rental properties, but to think that I'm growing this without too much maintenance, I mean, yeah, I have to do videos, but honestly, it would just dip a little bit if I didn't keep on doing videos as well. But it's over the course of time. And obviously I've generated a lot more 
on this channel too, but I wanted to give you the insight of how this YouTube channel has grown. And at the current moment, I'm at 11.8 subscribers. I don't have a large subscriber base, but I've been able to generate at least like, I would say a good 40, 20 to 30,000 on this channel as well through affiliates and then also through AdSense more recently as well. In this video, I'm going to be talking about the three parts. I'm going to be talking about how to start a YouTube channel, how to monetize a YouTube channel, and how to create viral content uh, for your YouTube channel as well. And these are pretty much the, the three hacks that I wish I had to speed through my process. In the past, I've invested into a lot of different programs. I've invested into Sunny Leonard Doozy's program, YouTube for Bosses. I've invested into tech leads. I've invested into Dan Locks. Honestly, Dan Locks was just eh, right? But each one of the, those programs really helped kind of develop. I've even done Jump Cut. So, you know, I really do take something like uh, YouTube very seriously as well more recently because I noticed like, hey, you know, it's something that I really enjoy. I just love talking, teaching, and um, connecting, most importantly, with people. And I think that's the number one thing, connection. Anyways, so let's go over the first topic. How do you actually start something like a YouTube channel? Now, believe it or not, one of the questions I always get is how to start a YouTube channel. Maybe you that's listening to this, maybe we met on Zoom and we met online and you've asked me, how do I start a YouTube channel? And usually what I like to do is start off with the why right? Why exactly do you want something like a YouTube channel? For myself, when I first started, I always wanted to be like a YouTube, I don't know, not stars, celebrity, but I thought it was really cool to get, gain this really cool fandom. And I think that's the first thing, right? Kind of feeds the ego at first, like having such a large, like subscriber base, but really at the end of the day, Subscribers don't really mean that much. I mean, in terms of monetization, I've monetized my channel. I have a pretty good monetizable brand for the size of my channel, right? That's why when it comes to subs, I mean, subs are kind of important, I guess, but it's not the end all be all. Creating really kick-ass content is the most important thing to, for me more recently, right? So ask yourself why. And for my why, one of the things I just love is just like, I love teaching things. I love exploring things. I love talking about what I do. And I love just documenting a part of my life. I think one of the most refreshing parts is being able to take a blog and look back at it five years later and capture that moment because you can never get those moments. Like, for example, my father passed away uh, uh, like in 2000, end of 2017, but that was also maybe August or whatever. We we're actually on, we're on a cruise and we were, that's why I doc blogged my last vacation with my dad. You can't go back in time and take do that as well. Now, of course, there's monetary reasons too, where it's kind of like, okay, it's remote, it's scalable. And the most important thing is like really the connection aspect. I get to connect with so many like minds. YouTube actually helped land me my first client in terms of high ticket sales. And people get to know me right my brand my personality as well and even though they might not watch my daily content like i plant that seed of relationships and it's there forever so it's really cool maybe you guys have been watching for a long time if you have just shoot down in comments be like yo og fan or something like that i don't know uh, i would love to kind of hear how you kind of initially found out about me as well but there's that and Maybe you're lost. Maybe you think, I need to find a niche and all that. Well, before you do that, one exercise I really love to do, I actually have an article uh, on Refugee Hustle about Ikigai. And Ikigai is really great because it's this philosophy 
of uh, basically it's finding out what you really love, what the world needs, what you can get paid for and what you're good at. So I think the Ikigai is a great place to start. And what I was doing with one of my viewers and now friends, we were just kind of breaking down, hey, what are some things that you love doing? Like, what are some things that you love waking up to on a Saturday morning in terms of what were things that you do? And don't think, you don't have to think YouTube related, just write down all these things. Have one column on one side, think about what you love. And then the next thing is talk about what things have you been paid for or what have people told you that hey you should actually charge for this or you're really good at this right you should start up a business on this what are some things that you've been paid for in the past right as well so there's another column with that and now we can always dive into what you're good at as well right in terms of what are some skills that you've built over the years what are some of the uh, strengths that you have what are the things that your friends that you think that you're really good at maybe through school experience write down all the experiences that you have as well it's really important right and then finally figure out what do you think the world needs more of my friend's example we were talking about dating she was actually lgbt and all the other all the other things after that i sorry i, I just lose track of all of it but one of the key things that was she's saying that there's no real guidance for dating in the lgbt world right so with that being said what we want to do is find the commonality between all four, right? And don't force it. It's, really, it's a really great exercise. I highly recommend you do it. And I think this is a good starting point of finding the niche that you want to do because eventually you want to find something that you love. You want to find something that you're good at or you want to get good at as well. You don't have to be great at it right now. That's the power of documentation. You don't have to be amazing at something. Figure out what you feel like the market gap needs or what are some things that are needed as well. And then finally, what you can get paid for as well. I think those are the key four things because then you can create product service offerings like eBooks, courses, anything like that, merch, things like that as well. And by identifying all four of those things, I think that's that's great. And once you identify a particular topic or niche, <clears throat> something that you would think that is counterintuitive is to see the competition out there, or not competition, but who are the people who are already doing this in the industry, right? For example, if I was going to do LGBT type of dating coach and stuff, I would want to see, hey, what kind of topics are people curious about dating just in general, right? And how can I speak to my target niche? So you can identify who you're talking to and all that as well and it's hard uh, this process is not easy and having someone like a brand strategist like my friend cynthia sandoval she's really great uh, she helped me kind of identify the, the core theme for my audience is like this concept of kaizen chances are if you're watching this video you probably wouldn't say the word kaizen but uh, or you probably wouldn't call me the kaizen king right but one of the things that you probably are thinking is that you have hit a certain level of success in your life already right you know that if you continue the route that you're going to you're either going to get burnt out or stay stagnant and that's the worst feeling chances are if you're watching this video you want to have some sort of growth as well right you want to be better than what you're at right now and you're looking for that right vehicle for that level of mastery so that something that you can wake up to every single day your, your goal probably isn't just to retire, be lazy on a beach, but to, to find fulfillment within, right? Is this you? If that is, let me know. But you want to get to that point where you know your audience exactly. And typically, what's very interesting 
is a place that you can start from what I hear is, you know, start with a younger version of yourself. What are some of the things that you wish you learned as well or that you knew? And that's a really great way to fill out the what the world needs as well, right? Starting where you were when you were younger as well. All right. So that's a good idea. And then what I like to do from there is like after I identify a few top channels, few channel names, write them down and then periodically go to them, see what kind of content they're creating. But more importantly, what you want to do is go into the video section and then organize by most popular and see what the top topics are. Right. And just write them down. Don't worry about making them your own. Just write them down. Just start collecting with the URL link. I usually use something like an Airtable or something like that just to collect that data. And I think that, that will help you create topics. So for example, if you were talking about the dating world and we're talking about God, you guys are going to hate me for bringing this up, but let's say the pickup world. Right. And it's like how to approach girls on the street. Well, one of the topics that if you're focusing on LGBT is like, okay, how to pick up girls as a lesbian, right? That would be very interesting. Or even take one step back and you might talk about, hey, how do I determine if someone's straight or not, right? I think that's a really great idea. And that's something that you could talk about as well, right? So you're creating how-tos or adding some sort of knowledge into existing arena. And like for myself, right? I didn't really know what I wanted to talk about because I honestly had very low, low self-confidence. I didn't really know what I was good at. So I talked about the only thing I knew that I've been doing for the last 12 years is pharmacy. Could I start an investing channel? Absolutely. Probably should have started with the investing channel before, like rather than pharmacy. But you know, it is what it is. And I thought it was a really great um, way and just connected me to so many people that way as well. So that's how you go about starting a YouTube channel. What I like to do is just to recap, do the Ikigai exercise, write down each of those columns, just list it out, find commonalities between all of them and anything that is common, just highlight it. And then, then chances are uh, that is probably your Ikigai. Find the one common thing. And then after you highlight all those things, pick one and then look, look at other channels who are doing very similar things, popular channels as well. You can search by popularity of channel and then identify the top 100, top 10 videos. And bam, you got your list of videos right there that you can adapt. You can copy the title and then put your own spin to it. I think you will be pretty happy with it as well. Okay. So that's the first part, how to start a YouTube channel and all the stuff is logistics. You can figure that out. Now, the second thing is you're probably wondering how do you monetize something like a YouTube channel? Now, in terms of monetization, there's a few ways and you really have to get to a certain point where you just want to create kick-ass content from the beginning, right? I think that's the first skill, but once you get good and you start getting a sense of what, what makes a great channel and stuff, I would say probably one of the easiest ways to monetize your channel is something through an affiliate model. If you're unaware about affiliates, I'll do a quick one right now. Hey guys, if you are interested in journaling with me, make sure to go to refugeehustle.com slash journal, pick up your one uh, question a day journal as well. That's the example of affiliate, right? And basically for every sale, I would get a piece of it. So I've done it. You can work on something like 
amazon.com and refer sales out that way. You can go to bnh.com if you do photo gear and get affiliates that way. Or you can work directly with companies. I've done both. Obviously, higher percentage when you uh, are working with these companies directly. One of the major affiliates I had in the past was actually Dan Locke. Surprisingly, his, he had a really great affiliate program and I made a lot of commissions through that. I've also made commissions through like obviously the books, but more importantly, the Omni Razor video. Been doing really, really well for that. And there you can contact the company directly as well. And then obviously there's AdSense. And AdSense is a harder one because it goes into a little bit more detail. If you don't know what AdSense is, it's pretty much uh, ad money. So when, when you see ads like in the beginning or after, or maybe even right here, then basically you make some money off of that all the time. Now, in terms of AdSense, you have very low control of that because we've had a lot of incidences like Adpocalypse where YouTube has become a lot more stringent on their ad money, like the ads as well. You can't have controversial topics. You can't talk about conspiracies. You can't do certain things, right? And also with the new rules in the past, you would have to try to hit that 10 minute mark and get those mid roll ads. So like in the middle of the video, you, when you wanted to, in the middle of video, if you wanted to put an ad, you need to hit that 10 minute mark. But at the moment, at the time of this recording, it's about eight minutes as well. So that will significantly boost your AdSense as well. So those are two ways to do a YouTube channel. Also, another thing that you guys can do is like a quick pause. This video is brought to you by Kick-Ass Investing. Hey, want to learn how to invest? Want to learn how to build, optimize, and automate your portfolio? Well, make sure to go to kickassinvesting.com slash academy and sign up for Kick-Ass Investing today right? That's an example of a brand deal, right? Like, well, uh, kick-ass investing is mine, but if I were to do an outside source, that's what I would do. And typically it's like a one-time fee that they pay you. And to be honest, I'm not super familiar with that. I have friends, like obviously uh, the people at JK, they do a lot of brand deals. But for myself, uh, I prefer affiliate because I, I prefer the long-term relationship. And I like that value add, like, hey, if I benefit, you benefit. But obviously people like uh, like my friends and even in Tech Leads course, he talks about, hey, there's a lot of power in brand deals. So you should really take advantage of them. So it's pretty much like paid sponsorship as well. All right. But I would tell you this, the most important thing about monetizing a channel, just focus on creating kick-ass channel, just relating to your, to your audience, because if you sell out, especially very early, uh, it feels all very, very different and, and you'll lose that authenticity. I think that's the number one thing guys, like in terms of YouTube is just making sure that you remain authentic. You remain yourself. And I know be yourself sounds fucking hippie as shit. But it's true. You want to be yourself. You don't want to break rapport with your audience. You're, you're again, trying to attract people like your younger self or attract people that you want to help, that you can help as well. So that's really important too. And you're forming a connection as well. Now, the last part is how to create viral content. And viral content, viral content is all relative, right? Like, for example, one of my pharmacy videos will never go viral, like in the mainstream, because it's not app applicable to the mainstream. And counterintuitively, you don't want to go super, super mainstream as well. People won't really remember you for that one viral video. If you post up a cat video, it's like, that's cool. You live on the internet for a little bit, but no one really remembers you. And what we're looking for is that long-term Kaizen sustainability as well, if that makes sense, right? Meaning, 
You want people to look at you as a voice in the community or advocate in the community. For example, if I post anything on pharmacy, people listen to me. Now, am I the most qualified on pharmacy? I mean, I have experience, right? I have a lot of solid experience, but I wouldn't call myself a super, super expert, right? But I know enough to speak intelligently about it and where people trust my opinion because I just kind of try to keep things 100 and just try to keep things real on this on it as well. But if you're looking to create viral content, uh, one strategy that's worked really well that I learned from my boy, Peter, he owns uh, BVC Co. So go check him out. He also has a channel called Broke the Habit, which is really great. So huge shout out to him. So what he's kind of taught me is type in a keyword term and stuff. And there's SEO and all that. I don't want to go into SEO, but really go into uh, go into YouTube and just type in something. So the key thing is to go into YouTube, search up a key- keyword or a phrase, a phrase that most people will search and take a look at the subscriber base to the actual views. If the views is higher than the subscriber base, then chances are that's a pretty good video because basically YouTube is kind of pushing it out. It's recommending it. It's saying it's really solid content, right? Although we can disagree with the algorithm what solid content is, but there's that. So that's a really great way to kind of see the market, see what's hot, what's not as well. And what you want to do is kind of keep that URL, keep the title and just take a look at how you can put your own spin and make that video better. That's from a very, very high level as well. Now, uh, there's two tools I use for this. I use something called TubeBuddy, and I also use something called vidIQ. Both affiliate links will be below if you want to support my channel. We really appreciate it, y'all. But basically, it helps you kind of create more viral content, right, by teaching as well. Now, there's that type of content, but there's also internal content too. So if you're wondering why I do things like Freestyle Fire Journal, it's to build the long-term game so people can get to know me a little bit better. My pharmacy videos like, hey, don't do pharmacy, this is why, right? That's meant to kind of lure, be a very outcast, like, <laughs> outcast, I love I love outcast, by the way, Andre 3000, but it's meant to kind of throw that net out so you can get more people into your ecosystem. And then there's like engagement content, which helps people stay in your ecosystem as well and builds those long-term trust, long-term relationships with people too. So there's that. Now that you kind of understand like kind of like the basic process, this is this strategy can easily get you to 100 subscribers. This strategy can easily get you to 1,000 subscribers. Believe it or not, I'm actually growing another channel specifically focused on investing. I'm going to be posting on it very soon again, but you guys can check that out. And I've grown that very organically to, I only have six videos. I have 200 subscribers on it. I haven't posted in six months and it's still growing. And so I'm going to keep on posting content. But the thing is, this works time and time again. Uh, What you need to focus on is just executing because you'll learn a lot more. Now, if you made it this far and you still want to start a YouTube channel and whatnot, and you're just like, I need more help. What I'd love for you to do is kind of fill up this form. It just helps me understand, hey, if I were to create more YouTube content or if I were to create a program or course, what are your biggest questions about YouTube? I'd love to kind of hear from you and just help you out along this journey. That's pretty much it. 
All right. And before you go, I would love to ask you, have you started a YouTube channel? What's stopping you? What are some of your goals of starting a YouTube channel? Just comment below and make sure to also uh, join my newsletter. You can join at refugeehustle.com slash join. I promise I'm going to be a little bit better in terms of engagement back and forth. There's periods where I just get so burnt out from writing and stuff, and that happens. I just know that's just my natural habit, right? But what I want to do is just uh, have a one-on-one more connection with you. You guys can ask me uh, questions if you're in my subscriber base. And yeah, that's pretty much it. Also, make sure to like, comment, subscribe to this Muda video. And yeah, and if you haven't already, check out my other weekly hustle videos. Well, that's pretty much it, guys. Make sure to hit the bell so you can stay tuned for other future videos of the weekly hustle. And I will talk to you then. All right, take care. Have a great day. Peace. Peace.